0: Welcome to Prepare to Care. We are an AARP podcast bringing you free information, free resources, and free tools to help caregivers and their families. I'm your host today. I'm Eddie Orm. Thank you for joining us. You know, March is Women's History Month. In honor of this observation, we're devoting this podcast to women in finances. In particular, life after divorce, retirement funds, and available resources. Here to talk to us about women and uh, their finances is Texas Attorney Jolene Trevino. Ms. Trevino is working with the Trevino Law Firm in Houston, and she's also a part of the Latin Women's Initiative. Ms. Trevino, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Let's get right into it, and uh, let's talk about how important is it or a woman to know about their family's finances?
1: Well, Mr. Ora, one of the most important things for a woman or any family member in general is for you to know your net worth. It's an important tool for your family and your family's success to always know what your assets are and what your liabilities are. With respect to divorce, having this information is very important, whether you're in a happy marriage or not. It is a good habit for you and your spouse to at least sit down once a year periodically to update your financial inventory doing this inventory is also important in the event of a sudden death of a spouse this inventory will outline where your assets are being held and their approximate values an inventory can be as detailed as on a excel spreadsheet or you can simplify it and just write it down on a notepad. But you should always have that list of all the assets, including your separate and community assets, as well as any debts and liabilities you own or owe. Some of the examples of these assets could include the following. All your real estate property that you may own. This would include the legal descriptions, deeds, the fair market values, and the mortgage balance statements. You could include in that inventory your vehicle information, such as the titles and any notes you may own and the companies that you owe that money to. The bigger uh, accounts are the checking, savings or any cash accounts. You wanna include in your inventory, the name of the banks, account numbers and approximate balances and the date of those balances retirement accounts are extremely important to include on in your inventory IRAs 403 Bs 401ks any annuities whether it be in your name or in the name of your spouse should be included in that inventory I would include the company name the employer the account information and any approximate balances stocks bonds investments accounts are also included in that inventory with the same thing account numbers approximate balances do not Im- forget to include life insurance policies, any 529s that belong to your or that are in the name of your children, business assets, whether those businesses are partnerships or corporations, any personal property such as uh, jewelry that may be uh, valued valuable to you. Uh, the other the other thing we can't forget on an inventory is the debts and liabilities that you owe. Uh, credit card balances, loans you may have taken, uh, tax liabilities that you owe to the IRS. All of those things will be included in your inventory. Once you figure out what your net worth is, you can at least know where you stand financially. This is important for a woman or a man, happy marriage or not a happy marriage. You should always know what, what you're worth at any given day and where where to locate those assets. Now, if a divorce is imminent, I would highly suggest uh that you save all that information if you can on some type of hard drive or even on uh, on the cloud um information such as your bank statements your t- last two years bank statements or your spouses w-2s tax returns this will help you determine how much income is coming in to the household in the event sudden death occurs or uh, an imminent divorce You also should write a list of what your monthly household expenses are in the event of divorce. You need to be able to know how much cash comes in and how much you spend.
0: Thank you, Attorney Trevino. This is also extremely helpful uh, to us because so many of us as caregivers need this information anyway. So if you begin collecting this because it's a death or because it's a divorce, it helps your children later to Know exactly where to begin caregiving. Um, you mentioned the um, the divorce, right. um, and as we know, the death of a spouse or illness can throw a financial wrench, uh, certainly mm-hmm. in the lives of women. Um, let's begin again with divorce. What should a woman do first to ensure she's financially stable after a divorce? And you've given us really good information to prepare for. How do we maintain the fact that we want to be stable after okay, a divorce? So
1: I think I think well. If and I think it's important primarily to it w- before divorce, right? It's, I mean, I think couples know if there's there's issues brewing. You can, you you know, right? But if it is imminent, it's important, in my opinion, for for women or caregivers to always have access to some type of emergency cash. You can determine that amount of of cash that you think you would need to function if you'd. You had to leave the house suddenly or your spouse passed away and you just don't have access to to certain accounts. So it's always important for for you to have emergency cash or and access to an emergency credit card in case of emergency. I mean, and I I talk about divorce because I do a lot of family law, but in the event that you have to leave the marital residence suddenly if something happens and you have to go to a friend's house or to a shelter um, at least you know you have a credit card and emergency cash to get you into a temporary living arrangement um, until you file for divorce in the event of sudden death you need that emergency cash until you can maybe possibly hire a probate lawyer to to get your your assets that you're entitled to but uh one of the key points that you know if a divorce is imminent you know it always is important that if you are going to withdraw uh cash from a joint account that you give, you keep good accounting of what you're withdrawing from joint accounts as it will be scrutinized by a divorce lawyer the second thing that i suggest is always consulting with a a family law lawyer Uh, if if divorce is imminent i always suggest that you pay for a consultation you get what you pay for so if you have any questions uh, regarding uh, the process lawyers are going to ask you for your inventory that I that I mentioned previously so they will want that information uh, another thing is that you know if if you need to meet with a probate lawyer right they will they will review with you what the what your rights are to certain, uh assets if your spouse were to to pass away suddenly um but after divorce i think it is important that once you are awarded um your assets right that a a woman or anyone else consult with a financial advisor right always consult with a financial advisor to determine what how your money can make money for you sometimes some caregivers do not know or have never managed money before because you know, their spouse did it for them so they don't know where to invest their money they don't know where they should be spending their money they don't even know how to budget sometimes so it is important that you you consult with a financial planner to help guide you with, with what you should be doing with the assets that you are awarded in a divorce
0: excellent advice and i'm particularly um interested in how you remind us that we should always have an emergency um a bag or, or some way Gosh. to quickly get out if we need, whether that's cash,
1: right, right. Clothing,
0: uh, even identifying a place to go to early right. because we never know when something like this might happen.
1: That is it's correct. Best
0: to be prepared. Right. Um, let me, let me ask you about property laws and division yes, of property. Um, tell us about separate property or community property okay. and how do we, we organize ourselves for those laws?
1: okay and and again this is coming from a divorce perspective but in texas texas is a community property state what, what that means is that any property that you acquire during a marriage is jointly owned by both husband and wife so in texas your your property is going to consist of separate property or community property or mixed and i'm not going to get too complicated into that but separate property is generally property that you accrue or acquire prior to marriage right property that you have inherited property that you receive as a gift and that can be during the marriage the inheritance can also be during the marriage or some per and some personal injury settlement proceeds it depends on, on what type of personal injury case so there is certain separate property that is already carved out in the law that says if You acquired the property in these certain ways that I just mentioned, this will be considered your separate property, right? Which will not be divided during a divorce. Now, separate debt also can fall into that category. Any debt that you accrued prior to the marriage will be considered separate debt. Now, community property, as I mentioned, is any property that you acquire during a marriage. This could be real estate, retirement plans, joint and savings accounts, all the the things that I mentioned earlier, business assets, this property is subject to division by uh, both spouses. So it, it really doesn't matter if the retirement, if, if one spouse worked for 30 years and deposited funds into a retirement account, if one spouse was at home as a caregiver and raising children, uh, that spouse will still be entitled to a portion of that and it's usually half in in general half of the retirement account now in terms of division of property if if you cannot reach an agreement with your spouse and some you know that that occurs more often than not then we wouldn't have attorneys like me the court will look at your inventory that's why the inventory is so important right there they will take a look at your inventory and look at all your assets and all your debts, and they will determine how it's divided based on a just and right division of property. That means fair and equitable. What is fair and equitable to both parties? Now, that does not necessarily mean it'll be a straight 50-50 split. It could be a 55 percentage versus 45, 60-40. It just depends on what the factors are for that particular case that will determine what the judge finds as just and right division now um in in terms of property division um there are um certain things that can happen temporarily while a divorce is pending like one person can be asked to to be excluded from the residence but that's only temporary doesn't mean you're giving up your right um and i'm sorry and you can ask me your next question
0: well um you mentioned community property. Correct. Does it matter if everything is in the spouse's name?
1: No, that is a, a common misconception. I believe that that uh, some clients come in asking me, does it matter if it's in my husband's name and we bought it? Uh, and he he was a person that the title that it was titled to right? no the answer is no as mentioned previously as long as you can prove that it was acquired during the marriage the name of whose whose name the the title is under is not going to affect the characterization of the property so if you know if it is under your husband's name always just bring the deed information we'll work it out in court and we'll try to figure out what you know what the characterization is but we always assume that it is community property so uh, a, a spouse should not be concerned about whose name it's under
0: excellent that's very helpful information now we've talked about the importance of hiring an attorney um and even having a financial advisor uh, what do we do if we can't afford one of those individuals
1: well um i always refer clients if i get a phone call and there is a situation where uh, a client cannot afford my my fee or my retainer i always refer potential clients to the houston bar association they have a, a great uh, free hotline it's called legal line where callers can call for free they get general information from volunteer lawyers who will guide them and answer general questions regarding what their what their issue is now legal line is is a phone call. HBA also offers Houston lawyer referral service program. Through that program you can call an HBA and I say HBA Houston Bar Association will refer you to a to an attorney that is a member of that referral service program and you can set up a consultation and I believe and I don't want to misspeak but it may be at a discounted rate for a discounted hourly rate for that attorney. Now their website is www.hba.org or you can call them at 713-759-1133. The second referral that I have is Lone Star Legal Aid. Uh, you can call them and see if if you qualify for assistance for free legal services. Their website is www.lonestarlegal.com, and they also have a free uh, phone number, 1-800-733-8394. So I highly suggest that uh, clients that ha- are, are maybe strapped for financial resources, that they try one of those two organizations and, and see if they can get the assistance.
0: Excellent, thank you very much. In fact, um, this has been very helpful for all of our listeners and it's been very helpful to me as well to hear yes, the kinds sir. of things that we all should be taking care of. Yes, sir. Um, any last minute uh, tips for our audience?
1: Well, I mean, I think I think uh, summarizing what I what I said earlier, I, I cannot stress enough the importance of knowing your net worth. Right, it, that is so important for you to know at any given day. If you were to pass away yourself, right, that you. You know at least your spouse you you and that person would be would know okay we have this much money this is what we could liquidate right uh but you should always know your net worth you should always know where that net worth is right you need to know if that's tied up in in real estate you need to know if that's in cash you need to know if that's a future 401k uh, so you need to know where where your net worth is you also need to know what your liabilities are are right you need to know what you what you owe uh, but it is very important to have that it's very important to have access to some type of emergency cash right you just never know uh when you i mean it could be a a weather disaster right and atms are all down or nobody's going to the bank, right? I mean, it could be something as simple as that where you need emergency cash, right? Access to emergency cash. And it could be something far more serious where you just need to leave uh, your your home environment. You need to leave. You need to take your kids and get to a safe space. So you need to have emergency cash, emergency credit card. You don't have to use that credit card. Just know you have access to that credit in case you need it. So I think, those things in addition to meeting with a skilled experienced attorney uh, in the event right that you are thinking of divorce or someone has already filed uh, you do need to meet with an attorney i highly suggest that and in the event of sudden death of a spouse you need to be meeting with a probate lawyer right and and getting you set up in terms of, of what your legal hurdles may be if any but those are my, my suggestions for women, finances, divorce, and maybe possible sudden deaths. So those those are my suggestions.
0: Thank you again for such great information. And I think it's important for us to note that we never know when we might need to leave our home. Never and as know. You mentioned, well, and in, in our area with hurricanes. Right. And this is something to make sure that we're all prepared, uh, particularly in situations that involve divorce or or any other need to leave the house. Right. The battery. So we need to know where to go and what to take. Exactly. So thank you for sharing this thank information. Thank you. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us. And we hope that you be well.
1: Thank and you goes so. on. It was Thank fantastic. you.
0: And we encourage all of our listeners to follow the Prepare to Care podcast on either iTunes, SoundCloud, You can also catch past episodes of our podcast on our AARP Texas YouTube channel. We ask you to enjoy your day. I want to thank you for listening. And as always, we at AARP want to thank you for caring.